0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology,
0: from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you, you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Episode 269. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. My name is Trevor Long. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Uh, you can follow technology news and info on Twitter at Your Tech Life. And you can follow the world of lifestyle, tech, cars and more at EFTM. And you can visit the website, EFTM.com.au. That's where I gibber as I go. If you're not watching me on The Current Affair or The Today Show or on one of the radio stations I appear on around the country, whatever it is, wherever you find me, thank you for listening. Uh, It is great to have your company here once again uh many many years into the show it's great to still be cracking away at helping you with technology news information and advice uh, if you've got a question about technology uh, a problem with technology or you just want to have a chat about some form of technology in your world happy to help happy to hear you and uh happy to have a chat you can go to the website eftm.com.au just look for my ugly mug click on it and uh, say good day, uh, or you can call one 800 157 now Always like to know where you're listening, how you're listening, and why you're listening. Don't tell me it's because your iPod automatically downloads it and you couldn't be bothered uh, changing the settings. Okay, that would be that would be heartbreaking for me. Okay, so let's just keep it above the line, all right? Uh, and of course, if you are listening via iTunes, it is great. If you could jump onto the iTunes Store now and then. And leave a rating, a star rating, and perhaps even a review um, with preference. Uh, And, of course, some of those reviews recently. Oh, in fact, there's a couple from this year. Uh, And we have uh, someone called H... Well, hello, bro dude. Hello, bro dude. It says, woohoo, way to go, Trevor. I just love uh, listening to the podcast every single week. The podcast originally recommended by my dad is the only podcast I listen to. I'm a strong tech enthusiast and try to get my hands on all the latest tech I can afford, which isn't very much as I'm still young. That's okay, mate. Uh, But it's great listening to all the reviews and helping people with the coolest tech advice. Uh, Great podcast. uh, 11 out of 10, for sure. Definitely worth every second. Well, that that 11 makes up for the four that I telephono uh, rated. Best tech podcast in Australia. Thank you very much. But Please lower the volume during ads. I think you mean the stings and jingles. I'll try. I'll try and work my fingers over the uh, over the buttons a bit better. Otherwise, fantastic tech podcast, and it's Aussie. Well, that's that's what we like to do. Uh, so, all good. And we've got lots to talk about this week. We have... Um, well, Stan has launched. Uh, just to so let you know, the thing I talked about last week, Stan, Presto, and Netflix, Presto, still is still available. Stan has launched, and... Um, Yeah, Netflix is still to come. I want to talk about drone fines. There's been a bit of news on that this week. Aussie apps. And it's all thanks to... Oh, and also Facebook went down. Is everyone okay? And also we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin satellite navigation and GPS technology. Well, uh, iTelephono. Let's hope this doesn't blow your ears out. But why not start the year with a bit of techie? (laughs)
1: It sound crazy What I'm about to say But
0: said to me why do you play that it's uh, it's it's a bit negative oh, it's not negative i i wrote it i asked them to, <laughs> to to do it um so yes i love that thank you to the robertson brothers for their help with that one a bit of fun last year um now the drone fine um this is very interesting this is very interesting because the drone rules are very clear um that they they specify that you, you shouldn't fly your drone too high in the air. Um, they specify you can't fly near airports. Um, they specify you can't fly at night. Um, that they have some very simple rules, not over sporting events, not over populated areas, not uh, within 30 metres of cars, buildings, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's very easy if you own a drone, to keep within the law. But there's some people that don't. And what's really interesting is there's some Facebook discussion groups and the like um, that they talk about drones and they talk about the laws and they talk about don't upload the stuff and then you won't get caught. Well, hang on a minute. If you don't do it, you won't get caught. Because a guy in Queensland, uh, I obtained a copy of his fine. He was fined $850.00 by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. And uh, you may have seen it on EFTM or on any of the other websites, uh, many of which picked it up from EFTM. And uh, I had someone say to me that, um, did you know that News Limited has picked up your story? Well, yeah, I, I gave it to them. Um, they republished little, little, some of my content now and then, um, but it's gone a bit wild over the last couple of days. So the story is very clear. You know, you you can't breach the rules. But CASA, as I indicated with my interview with CASA last week, they're not sitting on YouTube trying to find people, right? They are, they are responding to anyone that may call them. Uh, so it's kind of really interesting because um, the fine is very specific. It actually says um, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority was alerted to a number of videos posted on YouTube showing a Phantom DJI model aircraft being operated in contravention of Part 101 of the Civil Aviation Safety Regulations in 1998. The videos identified the model aircraft being operated within the Townsville control zone, above 400 feet within three nautical miles of the airport, um, above 400 feet at night, over populous areas, and within 30 metres of people not directly associated with the operation of the model aircraft. Uh, And it says that they went, They looked at it, they rang you, and um, you've removed the videos, and we're fining you $850. It's very interesting. It's a a full-on fine. He's paid it. He's also put his drone on sale. Um, But look, the rules are very simple. And my message to people is not don't upload uh, videos that might incriminate you. It's don't incriminate yourself. Don't do something that's against the law. Uh, very interesting that, that that YouTube is being used as evidence to issue fines and that's really the, the revelation here um, that, that the Civil Aviation Safety Authority is actually using YouTube, identifying people, calling them and saying, hey, what's doing? That's what's going on. <laughs> um, very interesting. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what else they do. But this won't be the last time someone gets uh, fined. It will not be the last time um this is uh this is a very very big deal over the coming years there's going to be a lot more people uh, issued with fines um because illegal drone operation is is a problem and it needs to be kind of nipped in the bud anyway you're listening to your tech life so if you're looking at adventure there's only one thing that should be on your wrist and it's the Garmin Phoenix 3 it's coming this year it'll be uh, I'm trying to remember now. What did they tell me? It's going to be about a $700 watch. Uh, the Phoenix 3 has uncompromising performance and it meets uncompromising design. No longer do demanding athletes have to wear one specialty watch for training and competition and then a different one for more stylish work and casual every day, where the Phoenix 3 uh, is the ultimate fusing of state-of-the-art fitness training um, with state-of-the-art in satellite, satellite navigation uh, between adventures the Phoenix 3 helps you recover in style and precision with its rugged, attractive construction and customizable smartwatch capabilities. Um, it's a stunning little thing. It offers a huge number of training options, you know, auto climb and run switch, climb, odometer, GPS, of course, because it's Garmin, uh, track recording, track back, barometric pressure, live tracking, uh, virtual partner recovery timer, Running dynamics, VO 2 max for cycling, bike power support. You name it, this thing's got it. It comes in a couple of really beautiful design. Um, well worth checking out this little beauty. Um, if you are into uh, adventure and you want a smartwatch, well, there's only one place to look. It's as simple as that. The Garmin Phoenix 3 coming soon. Uh, check it out at garmin.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. So I was driving home today, stopped at the supermarket to buy some cheese, as you do. My wife asked me to buy cheese, so I bought some. It's fine. Nothing weird. Uh, And then I I got a phone call, in fact, from uh, a a large media outlet saying, hey, can we talk to you tomorrow about Facebook being down? I went, what do you... So Facebook was down. That big a story that it was considered for a a television station to do a story on. I mean, it's huge. Um, It was only down in the end for about 45 minutes, maybe 30 uh, but, jeez, didn't Twitter erupt? Facebook's down, Instagram's down, apparently Tinder. I've never installed that, but apparently it was down to a couple of others. And the, the word on the street originally was, oh, it's the blizzard in, in the eastern states of America. Then there was th- talk that it was a hacker. And then Facebook put out a statement saying that it was an internal change that caused the issue. They rectified it and fixed it. I i don't know yet. I, I want to hang on because there were some hackers that started to hint at responsibility. So it's quite possible that um that yes it was it was a denial of service attack. Now a denial of service attack is basically where a group of hackers get a bunch of computers to just bombard a web server, the, the computer that's holding websites, um with traffic and it just causes traffic jams and slows everything down. And they do that via either actual computers they have or they put a virus on a bunch of other people's computers like yours. And it takes care of the attack for them. Um, there are maps, there are diagrams of how this was reported. Maybe those maps, though, are actually indicating the traffic that came as a response of the outage. But um, whatever the case, it was very, very interesting. And uh, uh, the world kind of seemed to go into into chaos. And it was only half an hour. But the interesting thing is, if if this was a cyber attack, or in the future there is one, have a think about the implications Not in your inability to share photos of your kids or your food, but the share price of Facebook and Instagram, the revenue for Facebook and Instagram. I mean, this is a business that's being brought to its knees potentially. So it is interesting. And that's why I think Facebook were very quick to say, oh, it was us. We we stuffed up. And I can tell you right now, someone is crying at home right now because they took Facebook offline. Um, But everyone, just relax. And I'd love to know whether you panicked. It was a bit of fun, no one got hurt. Facebook went down. Everyone just calm down. Everyone relax. Oh, thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. This is your tech life. You can get in touch any time, just go to the website, EFTM dot com dot A U. G'day Annie. Hi, Ted. How can I help you?
1: Um, I'd like to know if I've done the right thing.
0: <laughs> <I just purchased laughs> it's, it's it's too well. late. It's, it's late. too late.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just purchased for my sixteen-year-old granddaughter a Mac Air.
0: Mm. aren't you the and best grandmother on earth?
1: No, they need the tools.
0: They do. Uh, did you buy the eleven-inch or the or the thirteen-inch?
1: Oh no, the thirteen.
0: Well, you went all out there then. That's a good device. So, the one of my big gripes of, of I've got an eleven-inch which I yes. absolutely adore. I carry it everywhere with me, but it doesn't have an SD card slot. Uh, yes. That's my main problem with it. So, you know, getting photos off a of camera and stuff are a little bit of an extra, you know, trial and tribulation. But what, why would you be worried? Your 16-year-old would love it, but what, what concerns you? What worries you? I just
1: wanted to know whether that would get her through the next two years or um, whether I could save up for a better
0: one. Is it for school, like to use at the yes, desk at school?
1: Absolutely. it's, it's to, So she can get through the mm. next two years of high
0: school. Did you check with mum and dad or the school about what the requirements are at school? No. So the only issue might be that they're a very windowsy school, right? So they may have a network that she can connect to or something like that. The, the fact is that it won't matter regardless. You might just need to, You might need to invest a little tiny bit more money. That's the only possible problem. The, yes. In the, what? the MacBook Air is is the perfect device. It's an excellent device. The only thing is if, if they only allow Windows laptops, then you may need to uh, buy a copy of Windows and install it on the laptop.
1: Oh, that's fine. The parents yeah. have got all that.
0: Great, because on, on, a, on a Mac, you can actually install a Mac so that when you turn it on, it says, do you want to be Windows or Mac? And you can just mm. choose... If, uh, it's she a does. very, very common thing. It's called boot camp. Shouldn't be a problem for you. should be nice and easy to do. And uh, more than anything, isn't she going to love you? She does. Has she, <laughs> but, has she? Have you given it to her yet? Oh, yes. Oh, good, good. And she, I've got
1: two weeks to take it back to Apple, they said. So, Now she's over right. the moon. But well, look,
0: I, school's I, back I in the next to. couple of days, yeah?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you just need to let her know that, that the Apple returns policy is outstanding. So, yes. she needs to be honest with you. And look, if there's a problem with that laptop at that school, then you let me know and you and I will work out the best next thing for you. And I would suggest it's probably a Lenovo Yoga 3, which is an adorable bloody thing, um, which would be just as good for her. um, Just not a Mac. Oh, but
1: she only has Mac.
0: Well, and that's good at home, but if if school requires her to have a Windows PC for some reason, then you might have to go the other way. Okay, then I'll call back
1: to You get back in touch and we'll to go there. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Uh, All
1: right. Thank well, you, a hundred percent. All right. Well,
0: the Socceroos are in. It's one nil against the United Arab Emirates. So maybe you're going to have to choose the soccer over the tennis tonight. What do you reckon?
1: Oh no, I'm used to flicking. Okay.
0: Good. Good. <laughs> thank you good so
1: you. much. Good Trevor. on you, Annie. Thanks, thanks for getting for in, in touch. Cheers. Bye.
0: And you can get in touch as well anytime. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is your tech life. Get in touch anytime. Go to the website EFTM.com. dot com. You got a question about technology? Problem with technology? it Doesn't matter. Jump on the phone. Uh, g'day, Andrew. Hi. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Good mate. What can I do for you? That's right. Uh, so basically, um,
2: my in laws are looking at um, are looking at uh, upgrading their uh, their laptop. Nice. Um, they, they run a small business, small transport business. Uh, been established for about six years. And basically, uh, when they started the business, they, they they went out and bought bought you know the latest technology back six years ago, mm. and uh, to you know, put a long story short, it's all coming uh, it's all, it's all crumbling down. So mm. it takes you know ten fifteen minutes to to you know to to load up emails and and you know fire off emails and stuff. It's just not practical for them at the moment. Mm-hmm. So um, so they've come to me to ask me for um uh, for an upgrade on a on a, on a new laptop. Yep. What sort of uh, software
0: are they using on the current one? Do, we, do you know? It's, it's Windows,
2: Windows 7. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Windows 7. Uh, everything that they do is all, all done through uh, through Internet Explorer, so emails. Um, they also use, a, use quite a bit of social media as well.
0: What about their accounting?
2: Their accounting is, is done... Uh, it's, all, it's all done by Excel, Microsoft Excel.
0: Okay. So, uh, yes. so they, they really... The Internet, uh, browser... Microsoft Office essentially, uh, and and they're good to go. I mean, have they are they a PC family or is there is a Mac a consideration? They they are a PC family.
2: Uh, I've, I've, I have I'm considering considering buying them a, uh, buying them like, a like a MacBook Pro or something mm-hmm. something with a bit of power, something that's going to last last a while. Um, but, but then I have to I have to you know, transfer them over uh, and show, show them how to use it. So they are familiar with the with the Windows Windows platform.
0: Okay, so I mean, the thing about converting someone else to to Mac is, you know, my goodness, it's a it's a learning curve. There's no doubt for someone that's been on, on Windows for a while, it's a it's a it's a learning curve. Um, yep. So, but just be cautious. I mean, I probably agree with you. the The reliability, the the power of the Mac is there, but you can get the same power and reliability through some and many PCs. So, you, you know, you just got to pay for it. Right, yes. you know, if you yes. if you spend six hundred dollars on a PC on a laptop, you're getting six hundred bucks worth. You spend two thousand, like for example, my favourite PC laptop is the Lenovo X1 Carbon. It is, I mean, it's better than a MacBook in terms of its look, its feel, its light. It's just beautiful. Um, and yes. when you spec it up, it's a couple of grand plus, but it's it's the most powerful thing you'll get. Now they okay. but what's interesting in terms of my argument about being careful with the. Um, uh, with the conversion and their learning, mate, they've got to learn no matter what you do because Windows 8 is going to be on a PC. Uh, well, uh, I didn't take that into consideration. So okay. they have to learn no matter what. Yep. But that shouldn't okay. discount Windows. It, it just mm-hmm. it's just something important to remember. Now, Windows 10 is is kind <laughs> of so so close. It's probably three <laughs> or four months away. That. Yeah that um that you kinda gotta wonder whether getting a PC and then holding out for Windows ten to do the upgrade isn't a bad thing to do. But you know, look, I, I love my Mac. I use it a lot, but if if Windows ten is as good as they say it's gonna be, mm. I could very easily be converted back on-, on the on the laptop side of things to, to Windows ten, without without question. Okay. Right. I haven't helped so at that- all, have I?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now look um uh, just uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of back to back to school uh, deals at the moment. Avoid them the moment. all. Avoid them all uh,
0: because none of them are in, them the, in the in the yeah. in the realm that you want. I okay. I've seen a lot of cool back to school offers, thirty percent off this and and that, and um, you know they are good deals, but they're back to school computers. They're not. Oh my god, my business relies on these computers. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my, mate, if you're buying a laptop, I want you to make sure you get an Intel Core i7. I want it to yes. have, you know, 500 gigabyte of hard drive. I want it to have, you know, 16 or 32 gigabytes of RAM, you know. Spec that thing up so it's going to be snappy for them. It's going to have a long life. Do you know what I mean? Like, you really want to make sure that that, that it, it blows them away more than anything. And, and you're going to get value for money when you spend that kind of money too.
2: Okay. Do you know of any, of any? Of any uh, uh, I'm not really much of a HP fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of an of an Asus that you can buy off the shelf with a sixteen thirty two gig gram, like you know five hundred or one terabyte hard drive, and an i seven processor. Well, yes. mate,
0: they all they all do reasonable online deals, right? So, for example, um, let me let me look at a couple while we're on the phone. The sure, sure. the Lenovo X One Carbon starts at eighteen ninety nine. I'm just going to click yep. on learn more. And there'll be one here that we spec up, right? Build your own. So here's one for 2449 So two and a half grand. It's an Intel Core i7, Windows 8, 14-inch display, 8 gig of RAM, only 180 gig solid state drive. That's good because it's solid state, but it's bad because it's kind of a bit, it's a bit small. Although they are living in the cloud, aren't they? They're not really doing anything local on the machine. Correct. Correct. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. So... Uh- yeah, only Look, think- an extra two hundred bucks there gets you gets you more. What does um, Dell do, for example? Dell, great company, great support. Um, you know, again, you're probably going to be able to do yourself some price matching here, so you can basically go find their online prices, learn the specs, print them out, learn the specs, and then um, and then you'll you'll be able to find a comparable uh, online deal uh, to to the stores um Dell I'm just change their website dramatically um <laughs> so you can you know you can tick box things so I'm ticking the box for Intel Core i7 I'm ticking the box for 8 gig of RAM or more and you end up so just as a price guide we've ended up in the exact same price point relatively as the Lenovo that yeah. Lenovo okay. was was about 26.99 yeah. and I've got yourself I've got a Dell here that's pretty much the same Intel Core i7 uh, eight gig of RAM, you know, which which actually looks pretty standard. So eight eight's probably enough for the basic operations if you've got the the Core i seven processor. So yeah. you know you're pretty much in the zone there with that. So last thing I'll do while while I've got you there, just because I'm curious more than anything, is let's have a look at what the MacBook Pro um, yeah. does because you know that's that's where you are at and it is a stunning bloody thing. Uh, thirteen inch MacBook Pro uh with Retina. Um, I'm just wondering whether we should go 15 straight off the bat. Yeah, let's go. See, 15-inch MacBook Pro with Retina, Intel Core i7, 256 um, gig of storage. It's not a solid-state drive, so I oh, know it is flash storage. Uh, and where's the RAM? I thought it said so. It must have been yeah, 16 gig of RAM. 16. Jeez. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hard to argue with that, mate. Jeez, price point. You know, matching matching hardware to hardware. Yes, I find it very hard not to go with the MacBook on that one, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yes, yeah. they would probably around, around the
0: two, two mark, 2.2, 2.4. Two four. Two, four. Oh, mate, two and a half is going to get you what you need. Yes. Uh, you're going to, yes. uh, uh, yeah, two and a half for okay. a Mac. You know, 15 inch MacBook Pro. If they don't need fit. See, do they sit it on a desk most of the time? Sometimes they they, uh, they do like drivers' pays uh, sitting on a on, uh, on the couch on a
2: Thursday. Thursday but where evening. where would the
0: majority of the time be spent? Uh, probably, probably on a disc So, a disc. you know what I would do? I'd go down a size. I'd go the thirteen inch, right? Yes. Yep. And and then you can get sixteen gig of RAM, five hundred gig hard drive, and it's yep. it's a, about the same price as the fifteen. And then make go and just buy a screen. Yeah, yeah. Just so, buy a yeah, monitor, a secondary screen. Yeah. Just plug it in, and you have got this. You can buy a twenty seven inch screen. You don't have to mm-hmm. buy the Apple one. I've got a couple here. I've got a big Lenovo one. I've got a Samsung one, which I think cost me about, oh, I'm going to say, $400 for a decent size 27-inch screen. So it's a big screen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's your other option is not to, not to be kind of locked into the whole um, laptop feeling days. about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah smaller, yeah. more portable, but when it's on its desk, get yourself a nice little dock and, uh, and monitor. Okay. Oh, excellent. So I think we've resolved to the fact that you know you can you can you can argue on price for the Mac. Um, You can argue on you know learnability because you're going to have to learn the PC as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And just keep that keep the one you've got now so that you've got them side by side until they're really ready and 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 you know adjusted to the new new environment. And obviously buy Microsoft Office for the Mac, and then uh, you've got Excel and everything, and off you go. Oh,
2: beautiful, fantastic.
0: Good on you, mate. We'll get onto it and, uh,
2: and uh, we'll most likely uh, uh, make a purchase this weekend and I'll let you know how it all pans out.
0: Good on you, mate. Good luck. Excellent. Thank you very much, that. A- Thanks, Thank mate. You. Thanks for getting in touch. And you can get in touch sure. as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. So it was Australia Day on Monday. Happy Australia Day, everyone. And um, I took a look quickly at the, on the website at five Aussie apps that I really recommend you at least try, have a look at. Now the first one is Crossy Road. You know my love for this this game. It is a heap of fun. Uh Andy and Matt um in, in Victoria came up with the idea. Hopefully they're rolling in money now. I wish I was, but they are. Good luck to them. Uh fun game. Very fun game. And I think my top is four thirty-five or something. Robert uh on Twitter will will correct me because he's in the six hundreds. Good on you. Um the second one, it's a crossy road that's called Very Easy to Download. It's on Android and iOS. second one is Real Racing 3. This is built by a company called Fire Monkeys in Melbourne. Uh, unbelievable graphics, beautiful cars. And um, uh, Fire Monkeys, many years ago, was bought by EA Mobile, a huge company. Now, the great thing is this app is free, um, but just be warned, you can get addicted and you you might want to spend money in the app to get the cars faster than... Than anything else, uh, that's also on iOS and Android. Now, this one I didn't know was Aussie, but it's fantastic. A little company called Shiny Things in Sydney uh, came up with an app called Quick Math. Uh, they have Quick Math Junior, Quick Math Plus, but in the end, it's a it's a mathematics game. You choose you want to do addition, subtraction, division, or multiplication, and the 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 question comes up on screen. So quickly on screen, you see a 1 plus 2, and you've got to write the number 3 with your finger. And then, you know, 4 plus 5 comes up. You write the number 9. And obviously, you can do more complicated uh, sums as you get older or you choose the levels. My son, 8-year-old son, plays it and texts me his uh, his results as he gets better. It is bloody mind-blowingly excellent. They have other ones that aren't just maths. So check out GetShinyThings.com. But in the App Store for iOS, check out Quick Math. Um, this one is awesome, mainly because of the name. If I'm honest, Bonza Word Puzzle, very Australian. Bonza Word Puzzle, it's kind of a mix of Scrabble, crossword, find a word, and Wheel of Fortune. You get a clue, and you've got to find th- words that suit that. So, clue might be eye of the, and you got to find that. You get some groupings of word. You got to find the words tiger, beholder, uh, storm, needle, but you've got to combine them in a crossword fashion. So, it's a very interesting little little app. Uh, well worth checking out as well. Uh, then there's Loopy HD. Now this is a bit more down, you know, hip and and get into it kind of stuff. It's a bit interesting. Um, this though was featured on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, and he uses it to kind of mixes with other you know high profile people. It is a bunch of fun if you love kind of if you if you ever played Sing Star on those kind of games. Get Loopy, sing with your friends, and have some serious fun. And the last one, it's kind of an extra one there, but the Whole Pantry, the Whole Pantry. Um, it's an unbelievable story of a young woman who has an inspirational story about um, her own uh, challenges and battles in life, and um, she's got this um, concept called the Whole Pantry, which is you know all whole foods and 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 a good diet and all those different things. And it's it's an app that will help you through that journey. Uh, well worth checking out as well. Uh, happy Australia Day, everyone! And uh, hey, if you want to see those apps uh, and get the links to those apps, just go to eftm.com. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is your Tech Life. So taking your calls on any question you've got about technology problems, or just want to have a chat about any technology in life. G'day, Myron.
3: How you going, Trevor?
0: Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
3: Uh, we've got a fairly long house with the phone uh, cable coming in right at one end. Oh. Um, by the time it gets about halfway down, it drops out, and there's no signal.
0: I hear we're your pain, wanting, I hear your pain.
3: Yeah, so we're just wanting to know um, which way is best to go. Apparently, we do have a uh, cat-six cable to the other end, um, oh. we've just found out. Um, so I'm just wondering if it's better to the kids' bedrooms than that to continue that cabling and put a, a router somewhere down in the middle or towards the living areas? Um Or what the best way to
0: go is. So that's an excellent buddy question because it actually is is more complicated to extend your network with a cable in place than it is to just bump a Wi-Fi network down the end of the house. And I know that sounds insane, but it's the problem I had. So when we when when I um, bought the house we're in now, you know we were refurbing it because it was really bad, and I got my little office down here in the corner. And then I actually got cable put upstairs so that I could just whack a router up there, and I thought that would be perfect. But it turns Mm. out you need a very special type of router. You need what's called an access point. Uh, The good news for you is that these days, I'm talking in the last year it's got easier, an access point is easier to obtain um, because normally a range extender, you just use the Wi-Fi signal to make the the Wi-Fi signal go further. Uh, An access point... um, will either create a whole new network or it will extend your network. And it's the extension that you want because the reason you want one network is so that you can see each other's files and folders and share and do all that kind of stuff properly. Um, so basically you need yourself a, you know, a decent quality um, Wi-Fi router that will also act as an access point. That's the key wording you want to look for in any, uh, in any router now. Most of the top of the line ones will do that with their latest software. Um, so as long as you're prepared to spend for you know a decent one, then an access point is what you need to set up.
3: Okay, we're well, looking at probably a Nighthawk. I think it's an
0: R seven thousand. Yep, the band. The Netgear Nighthawk, perfect little router. Um, you know, I think they're probably under three hundred dollars now. What's the price you've been looking at for those?
3: Oh, I can get one for one
0: eighty nine. Oh, beautiful! They've made they were three twenty when they first came out. Yeah, you know, yeah. About no, a year ago. True. Um, case gear, I think it is. Yep. So that's that's a good price. Um, you you will probably need to look for some online guides as to getting the access point set up, um, because basically out of the box, you know they they're not made to be an access point. They're, they're made to be uh, a router on a network. And and so you need to have a different style of setup. So you kind of when you plug it in, uh, it'll ask you how it wants to be set up, and you probably want to avoid the wizard and go through the kind of manual setup. But the good news okay. is Netgear have very good support. Um, you know a phone number that that you can get easy contacts. So I would, if it's not obvious to you, I'd ring them and and step through the support.
3: We've sort of leaned towards getting a local uh, computer techie guy to come out and and set it up.
0: Yeah, great idea. Just make sure it's
3: all going right.
0: And again, just check that they know what they're doing because with the greatest respect to a lot of PC like to be honest, I would if you if I was selling my services in that way, it's probably not something I'd come and do because I'm I'm okay. not yet experienced in that. So you'd really want to have like I could help you with all the little things, right? But I haven't even set up the access point here because in the end we the you may be surprised in fact how far that Nighthawk will get you in terms of coverage. Okay. Um how, I mean, when we say a long house, what are we talking?
3: Oh,
0: about
4: 45 metres.
0: You know, the, the what I'd be looking at doing is is dropping that, that cable down in the centre of the house. So I'd find a room in the centre of the house, I'd drop the cable down, I'd whack the Nighthawk right in the middle, and you probably will get very good coverage. Yeah, um,
3: look, that's actually what we we spoke to someone else about it, um, and they said a similar thing um because the cable runs from extremely one end to extremely the other. Uh, they said instead of setting your Nighthawk up there, bring it back, drop a cable, sort of to the living area behind the TV, and then you can plug it into your smart TV and everything as well.
0: Yeah. Um, well, spe- yeah, especially if your entertainment enough. unit is, is right there in that spot. Um, that's yeah. the perfect thing to do. All right. Well, good luck, mate. I think you know what you're doing. Put it that way. I think. Would you-
3: Yep. Would you also recommend off that point where it currently is to run um, your blue cable off to the kids' bedroom?
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, you'd want the blue cable running off from wherever you end up putting the router. Okay. So find your central location and run your router, run your network from there. Um, okay. and the good thing is that you can, you can run a little switch, a little box that, that you plug a lot of cables into in the roof. So you yep. only need one cable coming down to the wall. Um, where that router is run everything Wi-Fi from there and your TV and stuff can plug into the back but then from there I um, yeah I would just um, I, I would run cable if you can but thinking about it mate I can't remember the last time I had something to plug in so yeah, yeah. you know in this day and age Wi-Fi is so powerful that as long as you yeah. build a a powerful and solid Wi-Fi network you probably don't need the expense okay that'd be my thought anyway
3: yeah, when you say we've just got a standard little Telstra one and um the tech guy said that we wouldn't even bother setting that up anywhere. they cost costing about twenty dollars and they're just hopeless. Yeah. So
0: we've I'm, been kinda trying, trying to battle along with that. So the, the, the Some of the basic technologies in that Nighthawk and other modern routers are things like beamforming, they and, and quality of service. So beamforming actually kinda of directs the signal to where it needs to go when your devices are are, are requesting it. Whereas your basic routers, and even Nikki has a very basic router that they provide with some you know, companies, some in you know, Telstra and Optus in the world. But it's just the bottom line is the better you buy, the better the equipment, the more speeds, the more coverage, the, the better it is. It's, there's just no yeah. doubt about it when it comes to routers. Yep, no problem. All right, buddy, good luck. Okay, thanks, Cheryl. Thank you for listening. You can get in touch any time. Call one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Jason. How you going, Trev? Sorry to interrupt a game of uh, cards there, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, just
4: basically want to know about um, 4K content where you can get some decent 4K content. Obviously, um, push for 4K TVs and UHD TVs. Mm. Um, if you've got the normal stuff like YouTube where you get, like, two-minute clips and three-minute clips. Yeah. Um,
0: and even that's, that's not in four K. Uh, you know, you can get YouTube in four K now, but you're not watching it on a four K computer. Uh, but you, you can
4: down, you can download download from YouTube and see, put it to stream it to a four K TV.
0: Well, I would ask you the question: How are you streaming yeah. it to the TV? Because uh, uh, things like Chromecast and that are they four K?
4: We download the four K content through YouTube downloaders and stuff along those lines. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, it is 4K content, and you can play, put it on a hard drive, put a hard drive to watch YouTube content in that way. Yeah. But they're just mainly um, like demo, time-lapse photography. And, and have you got a...
0: How do you plug... What what device do you use to get it into the TV via the HDMI?
4: Um, a hard drive.
0: What's the output of the hard drive?
4: Oh, you got me there. USB? <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: USB hard drive, yeah.
0: What sort of TV you got?
4: Oh, I've got a... Um... Samsung 65-inch UHD
0: curved TV. Okay, I haven't tested, but the last 4K TV I had, the only way to get 4K content into it was via one of the HDMI ports. And even when I plug four K content into the USB, it actually didn't come yep. up in four K. So oh, right, a very yep. interesting problem with four K that you uh, you you come across. I when I was at CES I was talking to uh, it was HiSense and they they're releasing a little box that is exactly what you need. It's a little uh, kind of set top box that allows you to plug anything in and then stream it as 4K into the, the HDMI port of your, your TV. So I think everyone's identified the fact that it's basically crap. There's no content out there. It's very hard to get. Um, and then it's hard to get into your TV. So even if you are finding it... So let, let's say you've solved the problem of getting into your TV. So your TV allows you to put 4K on a USB and get it in there. Your question yeah. is, where the hell do you get 4K content, right? That's right. Mate, it's bloody hard. I mean, you can't, you can't get 4K downloaded movies easily... Um, most of the companies like Samsung and, and uh, Sony are talking about streaming 4K. I don't know about you, but my internet probably couldn't cope with that.
4: No, I wouldn't cope with that. But there, there's been talk of, is it Redway disc? They're talking about Redway disc coming out? Yeah, they're, talk, right?
0: they're talking about a, a, a Blu-ray compatible uh, format that will that will stream 4K off a disc. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I haven't seen one yet. So how long do you think yeah. that's going to be? Uh, it's not going to be yeah. broadcast. So my, look, I think 4K is amazing. It's beautiful. I've seen more 4K TVs without 4K content than I've seen anything else, and I think it's a real problem for the industry. So, mate, the best you can do is exactly what you're doing, bumming around, you know, maybe looking at websites to try and find stuff, and then hoping to goodness that it's genuine 4K, hoping to goodness that you you actually are actually getting it onto the screen in 4K. But then again, how big is your TV? What size? 65-inch. You'd notice. I mean, if you're, if you're putting 4K content up there, you notice it, don't you? It's good, isn't it?
4: Oh, the TV, they're on the TV. is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that like, companies like Samsung, I think Sony, uh, were bringing out hard drives when you bought the TV, uh, that plug-in, So and they said they had 4K content on them. Yep. So how does that work if you're saying it doesn't go through the USB? That, that, it, it, so it, that's
0: why I'm assuming that your set does allow the, the, the 4K into the USB. Just be, just be warned that it may only be one of the several USB ports, so maybe a specific one. Yeah. So worth yeah. researching that, worth checking that. Um, but you're yeah. right, they're they're basically making these little hard drives. I think Sony's got one. It's about 600 bucks. It's this little little yeah, drive that, that, you, that you sit next to your TV and off you go with the 4K. Basically, mate, yeah. we are in a little bit of a dead zone. It's like a black hole. Um, of of content at the moment. It's going to be some time before our internet is good enough for 4K. Uh, Netflix streaming, for example, when it comes should be 4K, but they haven't announced that for Australia because they probably don't have the infrastructure set up here yet, and nor do we at home. So at this point in time, mate, what you've got to do is enjoy that beautiful curve, enjoy the upscaling that your TV probably does quite well, Yep. And and just hope and wait that more more becomes available. I don't know no more, what more I can say, mate.
4: Yeah, it just seems a bit disappointing. There's always push for 4K TVs out there, and chicken and egg, there's, cart there's and no horse. Content for it.
0: Yeah, so like yeah. It, it literally is one of those things. They had to make the TVs before someone would make the content, but they they yeah, it's kind of all a little bit ass about, isn't it?
4: It is. It is. It's a bit frustrating too because you want you got this TV, you, you want to show it off and and see the best quality you can get out of it, and Blu-rays look good on it, I know it's through there, but you just want native 4K just to yeah. really appreciate how good it is.
0: Well, look, I um, I put the call out right now. Anyone else that's got a 4K TV, we know you're out there. Uh, if you've got advice for Jason and I, uh, get in touch. Jump on the website, eftm.com.au. Let's help each other out. Let's learn how to obtain 4K content, and we'll uh, we'll see how we go, Jase. That'd be great, Trev. Good on you, mate. Thanks for All getting right. in touch. Thanks, mate. Cheers. That's probably the sting that lost me the star on that uh, iTunes rating. Maybe I should delete it. Anyway, uh, well done to the Socceroos who, uh, while I'm recording, won uh, their um, Asian Cup game and will go into the Asian Cup final. I don't know how to break it to my son that I think I'm going to go to the final. Uh, he he, He may not like me for some time. i have to wait and see. Um... Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Do get in touch. You know, see, it's kind of hard to do a show um, where I help people with their technology problems. And, and we all learn about how to solve those problems or, or, or get people on to, to learn about it if you don't tell me your problems. So send me an email if you've got questions, problems, or anything about technology. EFTM.com.au is the website. At Trevor Long is the Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Or you can follow me on Facebook at, uh, sorry, Facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We're back again next week with number 270. My goodness. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.